Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh, lolly, 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 Afternoon delight and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colac and District, 88.7 along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How's it going, Max? Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange time we're living in. Yeah, lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff going on. So... Currently, as we're starting this show, um, we we can't talk much about the news because it's still happening. Yeah. The Premier is currently announcing various restrictions and lockdowns and the next stage of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's looking like regional schools in Victoria will be moving to stage three as of midnight Wednesday, but I don't want to say anything out loud until it's confirmed... Uh, that we can say those things out loud. Yeah. But we do know, as of tomorrow, masks are compulsory for adults. Yes. Kidlets like yourself, you've got the choice. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's hopefully not going to take too much of the shine off the show today. Yeah. There's sugar in the air. There was a birthday on the weekend. We'll talk more about that. Uh But uh, let's let's get this show on the road and uh, find out what is in the yum box this week? Radio Max. Now uh, we're still in our Scandinavian countries uh-huh. in the yum box. And what have you chosen for us this week? The yum bag. The yum bag. So this is a little assortment of sweet treats uh, that are often kind of very reminiscent of the uh, the culture in particular. This one is very difficult to open by the look of it. Uh-huh. Uh, do you need skizzers or something? <laughs> well, do we have any in here? All, all we can say yeah. is that they're extremely well packaged and there's no way that there's any air <laughs> getting in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so what is in the yum bag? I can hear some drops. Uh-huh. Um, there's gingerbread toffee mm-hmm. and cookie dough pralines. Pralines. Yeah. Nice. So uh, they're kind of bite-sized morsels similar in shape to bonbon candies. Yep. Or uh, any of those other... We had fantails a few weeks ago on the show, uh, wrapped up like that. So what are we going first, gingerbread toffee or the cookie dough praline? Gingerbread toffee. <laughs> You're not a fan of gingerbread? Mm. Looking to get that over and done with first up. Uh-huh. So uh, in uh, the US and S- Sweden, there's a lot in common with their love of gingerbread. 
So locally known in Sweden, it is called pepperkass. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're traditionally a holiday treat. We've looked at them around Christmas time here on Afternoon Delight, and they're considered an essential item when it comes to Christmas parties in both the US or Sweden. The spice cookies are commonly used to construct very elaborate, delicious gingerbread houses, which are known as pepperkashush. Pepperkashus, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming if it's pepperkas, you keep the S and it would be H-U-S, meaning house. But there is one gingerbread tradition that sets Sweden apart from anywhere else in the world, and it is this toffee candy right here. Locally referred to as knack, this chewy toffee is infused with the spiced flavour of a traditional peppercorn, and it's a 100% Swedish invention. Mm-hmm. So you won't find any lollies like this out there anywhere else. So a gingerbread toffee made of glucose syrup, sweetened condensed milk, sugar, vegetable fat, salt, spices, and a caramel colour. Mm-hmm. And the cola is spelt with a K. I notice on the outside. Pepper cascola. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we unwrap the wax paper, what do we notice on the inside? Looks just like normal toffee. Looks like normal toffee. Um, Due to the cold weather, it's quite uh, hard. It's going to be in the hard snap stage, methinks. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you going to try and warm it in your mouth? You're going straight for the breaker tooth. That's hard. (laughs) That is hard. It might be a... uh, pop to the side of your mouth kind of thing to try and uh, make it a bit more malleable. Yep. But uh, that particular, um, yeah, it is very, very hard. Yep, definitely. Mm-hmm. And chewy. Now, this morning, uh, as part of ACRFM's uh, free online training that we're doing, mm-hmm. we were talking to uh, the people who are doing that training about uh, you know, not chewing on air or having anything in your mouth. I completely forgot to mention that there is a program on the radio that does that week in, week out with a purpose. Yeah. And that's us. So, you having a bit of a chomp there, Max? How are you going with it? Very hard. It's got a very solid centre. Mm-hmm. And the, the ginger flavour kind of slowly seeps out. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's... Is it in the outer layer? Or is it just the core? I think it's both. Yeah. You'd assume because it's toffee, it should be all throughout the whole thing. Yep. It's a very buttery, creamy texture. Yeah. Because often gingerbread, or ginger in particular, is a very strong, bitey flavour. But this is kind of mellow because of the the toffee element to it. Makes it, yeah, light and creamy. I've managed to melt mine down to chewable, swallowable state. You're still going there? <laughs> got it. <laughs> you got it? What are you thinking? Different. Different? <laughs> Not your cup of tea? Mm. Thumbs up, thumbs down for the Papaclas Cola? One thumb up. One. <laughs> I didn't mind it. See, I'm, I don't mind gingerbread, though. But as I say, it's a very creamy. It's similar sort of like a Jersey caramel flavour. Yeah. Mm. Are you looking forward to the cookie dough praline then? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, the yum box tells us, what if there was a candy shop that could satisfy your wildest cravings? Do you think there is one? 
Because apparently there is. Mm. It's in Sweden. 37,000 square feet is uh, the size of this building. It's called Gottbitten. It is one of the world's largest candy shop filled with over 4,000 different unique sweets. Eucalyptus chews. Got them. Turkish pepper caramels. You bet. Chocolate ball filled with cookie dough. That's exactly what you're holding right now. So from the moment we tasted it, we knew we had to share it with you. Uh, There is one in 4,000 different (laughs) flavors, but this is one that they highly recommend from the Yum Box. Um, Now, it looks very similar to the Lint ball. Yes. L-I-N-D-T, if you've had um, those before. Coming in a foil-coated packaging. Ooh, and it's a chocolate bowl with, I'd say, cookie dough inside. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, um, very hard chocolate shell. And it's got the um, name of the... Oh, it does too. Imprinted in it. Yeah. Made by Not and Crammer. That's what it's called. Not Crammer, the cookie dough praline. Yeah. Now I've managed to uh, break the outer shell off, so it's a it's a bit oh about the size of a what twenty cent piece all the way around. Uh, yeah. Pretty much, and then the center is that praline cream. Yeah. And it's the same consistency as um, it's kind of the peanut butter cups we had last mm-hmm. week on the show, actually. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, cookie dough flavoured. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. What's your thoughts? That's good. Just a milk chocolate shell. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, smooth centre. Yeah. That's nice. Mmm. Melt in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Very good. And, again, it's not overpowered by the chocolate shell. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you giving it? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there you go. That is uh, a few little treats from uh, Scandinavia, from the Unbox. What have we got left? Have we only got, uh, I think it's one to go next week. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'd say, I don't know how to describe that. <laughs> Oat cookies with a cocoa filling, it tells me. Uh-huh. So that's what we'll have uh, next week. We're going to take a very quick break and we'll be back to look at this week's topic right after this. (laughs) So... Whose birthday was it? Harry the other Potter's. Day. Harry Potter's. So uh, this week on the show, considering that uh, it was Harry Potter's birthday officially on Friday, mm-hmm. we've gone with the Harry Potter theme today. Mm. What do you know about Harry Potter and the uh, world of Harry Potter food? I guess. Um, not much. Are you? Uh, you're. I think the Harry Potter fan in your family is not you. Am I correct? Yeah, I don't really like him. <laughs> Who's the biggest Harry Potter fan in your family? Um, well, I've got a couple. Got a couple? <laughs> yeah. Do no. they squabble over it? Both my sisters. Yeah. 
Hard, hard to gauge which one would be uh, the bigger fan. My older sister. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and is that just because she's older? I don't know. So, Harry Potter is a uh, fictional text written by J.K. Rowling of the wizarding world, of the uh, goings-on at the place of Hogwarts, the school for witchcraft and wizardry, and within that universe that she's created, um, she's got some very descriptive lollies that get mentioned, because it's it's a book about kids. What do kids like? Lollies. Lollies. So, uh, today we're going to be having a look at some of the sweet treats that pop up in Harry Potter World. Uh, the first being Bertie Bott's Every Flavour Beans. Mm-hmm. You've heard of these before? Yeah. What's your understanding of them? Uh, they're like bean boozles, yep. but the flavours are anything. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So, they were uh, in the fictional world, they were invented by Bertie Bott. Uh, he was a wizard... They created these jelly beans almost exactly the same as ours. We are, we are muggles, by the way, for anyone that does, doesn't know. Uh, non-wizarding people. So the range encompasses every flavour imaginable. There is absolutely no way of telling for sure what flavour the bean is going to be, although you can try and guess by the colour. So we've had similar styles of lollies, as you say. The bean boozled lollies. Yep. But uh, these ones in the wizarding world have your ordinary flavours like chocolate or peppermint perhaps marmalade yeah also the less fanciful ones like spinach liver tripe uh, grass dirt vomit earwax paper Ugh. and uh, apparently they're available in the wizarding world at sugar Plum sweet shop and they cost six sickles per box but uh, you can you can get them in the real world and they are marketed indeed by the same ones that make uh, Bean Boozled. Uh-huh. Uh, another one would be the Fizzing Whizbies. Now, I wasn't able to track any of these down for us to try on the show today, but they're a popular magical sweet uh, created by Queen Bee, which is a large sherbet ball that causes a person who sucks on it to float off the ground. <laughs> um Apparently, dried billywig sticks and stings are rumoured to be one of the key ingredients, and the idea is supported by the fact that if being stung by a billywig, it does make a person levitate for a short period of time. So there's a very good chance that's what's in uh, Fizzing Wisby. Honeydukes um, make the uh, Fizzing Wisbies in the Harry Potter world, and Ron Weasley, one of the characters in the books, has described them as... uh, one of his highlights going on his first weekend trip to Hogsmeade. <laughs> they have quite a few Harry Potter tie-ins. Um, in our world, in the real world, they're, they're similar to Pop Rocks. So they fizz in your mouth instead. <laughs> uh, the Sherbet Lemon pops up in the books as well. And that's very much a UK sweet. It's a hard lemon field lolly that we have normally that is um, one of Albus Dumbledore's favourites. So he's the professor who is the principal, I guess, of the Hogwarts school. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we we don't really have lemon sherbets all that much here in Australia. Um, We do have some sherbet-filled lollies, but nothing quite like the UK ones, which are quite popular. 
Yeah. Um, they have sugar quills as well. But uh, some of the different things that we've got here in the studio, um, there's a drink that is uh, well known throughout the Wizarding World. And uh, we've got the non-alcoholic variety because, well, it's non-alcoholic in the Harry Potter world as well. But it's called Butterbeer. And uh, so what's your thoughts about Butterbeer? Well, I've never had it. No, I've never had it either. (laughs) But um, in the, uh, in the, the Harry Potter world, it is the most popular beverage. It is a... Um, a little bit like butterscotch in liquid form and it's served cold in bottles or hot so you can have it either way yeah. in kind of <laughs> in a, a hot glass like a hot chocolate yeah um, Starbucks do similar awesome. yeah, yeah yeah so although um, the hot stuff is often sold in pubs and the cold stuff is sold at you know kids <laughs> Um, in Diagon Alley, the drink has been known to be sold at the Leaky Cauldron as well, another shop made out of butterscotch, sugar, and water. It apparently costs two sickles per butterbeer, but um, we don't know if that's the universal price for it around mm. the... <laughs> um, apparently, there's an extra sweet variant brewed by Madame Rose Murta, who works um, who works in the, the wizarding world, and... She includes some sugar shrub, mellow sweet, and moon dew to make it extra sweet. <laughs> Apparently, house elves do get a little bit drunk when they drink butterbeer, um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's non-alcoholic when consumed by witches and wizards yeah. and muggles. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's lots of different, uh, as I say, sweet treats that pop up um, throughout the books. And a lot of them have been recreated in the real world. Acid pops, uh, caramel cobwebs, dragon claws, exploding bonbons, uh, those sorts of things are all part of the the Harry Potter world. Yep. And so we're going to be comparing and contrasting a few of those after the break. But have you got any in particular you're uh, desperately looking forward to? Well, I don't know. <laughs> don't know yet? <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll find out, I guess, after the break. But uh, if you're a bit of a Harry Potter fan, let us know if you've ever thought about the Harry Potter food and what it would taste like. And uh, you can share that by texting 0439 329 713 or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time for us to kind of go head-to-head. It's more a spotlight on, I guess, uh, this particular one because there are various um, Harry Potter-themed items that we've got from uh, the lolly shop in this Mm -hmm. regard. Um, many of these things can be bought locally in certain uh, stores. Yeah. They're, they're not really a, your run-of-the-mill. They're, they're often specialty lolly shops that yeah. stock these sort of things or you have to order in, which is possibly what we did for this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where do we want to go? We've got 
the chocolate frogs, which are something that exists in the Harry Potter world with collector cards, and you try and collect the whole set of famous wizards that go with your chocolate frog. We've got some jellied slugs from the Forbidden Forest. We've got some of Bertie Bott's Every Flavour Beans. We've also got a chocolate wand. So this is something that is in the style of a Harry Potter uh, creation. Yeah. Uh, this particular one is Hermione's wand that's been cast in chocolate. Yeah. We've got some butter beer, And then we've got a little gummy creature that uh, is a replication of one of the... The creatures, Animal. animals, Animal from the, the books. Yeah. Do you want to start gummy chocolate? What What's your thoughts? Chocolate. Going chocolate <laughs> first. Yeah. Okie dokie. So we've got uh, the Harry Potter chocolate frogs. Now in the stories, um, the thing about their chocolate frogs is that they're enchanted, so that when you open the packet, the that frogs come <laughs> the frogs hop away from you. You've got to try and. Catch them, um, catch them if you them. want to eat them. Otherwise, you let the frog get away and you just read your card. card. <laughs> so, um, tell us about what's, what have you got there? Uh, it's just a Harry Potter themed packaging mm-hmm. with the picture of a frog on it. Yep. Um, it's not coming out. Not coming out? <laughs> You're having a bit of trouble with uh, packaging today. It's yeah. getting the better of you. So these ones won't hop away from us, thankfully. But it has a... Is it a lenticular card? Yes, it is. So um, inside the pack, it comes with a collector card. And for those who don't know what a lenticular is, as you move it around, the picture moves. Mm -hmm. So do you know much about lenticulars? Uh, Seen them before? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> um, so, I've got Helga Hufflepuff. Who do you have? i got um, Hengist of Woodcroft. Okay. <laughs> Hengist of Woodcroft. I don't remember him from the stories. But on the back, it's got a little bit of a, uh, a dossier. So, mine says, one of the four founders of Hogwarts and one of the four famous... Witches, Helga Hufflepuff was particularly famous for her food-related charms. Many recipes of what is traditionally served at Hogwarts uh, come from the magic that she created. Oh. There you go. My guy, he's a founder of Hogsmeade. Ah, right. The yeah. Wizarding Village. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And the chocolate frog itself. It's quite an intricate design, actually. Yeah. The printing's got kind of little froggy warts and stuff all over its back. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. inside, what's your thoughts on... So it's milk chocolate, mm-hmm. but you've gone for the, the nibble there. It looks like it's got something inside the chocolate. Puffed rice, I think. Puffed I rice? Yeah. I'm thinking that. Does it say on the... Milk chocolate and crisp rice, yes. Yeah. So similar to... Um, the, what did we have recently with that? The Marvelous Creations, perhaps? Yeah. And also, did one of the Reese's products have that? Can't remember. (laughs) Crunchy, though. (laughs) 
It's got a um, a very unique chocolate taste. Well, we're so used to the Australian chocolate. Is it produced? No, it's part of the Wizarding World through Jelly Belly. I'm not sure who their chocolate um, chocolate maker would be, but it's certainly a, a the cocoa taste is quite strong. It's not like a dark chocolate, but it's got a lingering chocolate taste to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Would you like to go more chocolate or <laughs> change to something else? Sure. <laughs> okay, then. Now, this next one is, um, as we said, a chocolate wand. It's made in the style of Hermione Granger, yep. one of Harry Potter's friends, one of the main protagonists in the story series. Uh, it comes in a long cardboard box uh-huh. that's gold-encrusted on the outside. <laughs> To make it look all special. And accompanying the wand on the inside of the box, if it will come out, I'll let you crack open the wand. Uh, it comes with a little series of spells, I believe. You have a wizard spell sheet with the wand there? Uh, no. No. It says wizard spell sheet included. Interesting. Might be stuck somewhere in the box. I cannot locate it. Maybe you have to ACO spells. <laughs> ah, there it is. Ah, okay, so. Okay, I found this on the. Oh, thank <laughs> you, thank you, Siri. <laughs> oh no, are you joking? If I say a Harry Potter thing, ACO means bring it to me. Siri, <laughs> Siri recognizes a Harry Potter word. That's hilarious. So uh, <laughs> the. The spells and charms um, come with a little diagram on the word that you need to say and then the way to hold your wand to cast it. So The wand is very detailed. Extremely detailed. I'll um, <laughs> pop you on here. So, <laughs> Max, tell us about the, uh, the wand. Um, it's chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's... What are some of the details we've got there? Uh, it looks like vine things. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember off the top of my head what uh, Hermione's wand is made out of, but would you like to try one of the spells? Uh. So we've got Revelio, Expelliarmus, Aloamora, or uh, Metallogynx. Okay. <laughs> Revelio. Ah, so that, that reveals things that are hidden. Well done. But um, we'll post that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Um, looks pretty sturdy as well. Hollow core or? Don't think so. Don't think so? It's old chocolate. Old chocolate. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, I'll let you do what you need to with that. Is it solid all the way through? Solid. Wow, it is. Mm. So it's not even a hollow chocolate. That's yeah, a, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my chocolate filled for the day. But um, is it the same sort of chocolate? Yep. Interesting. It, it, yeah, it lingers in your mouth, the, that particular taste. Yeah. Hmm. 
Okay, well then, we move on to one of the jelly products. Do you want to go slugs or the creature? Slugs. <laughs> jelly <laughs> slugs? Yep. So these are uh, plucked fresh from the Forbidden Forest, according <laughs> to the packaging. Um, and we should say that all of these are created by the Jelly Belly Company yeah. that makes the, um, the various jelly beans. Now, I'm going to let you try and guess the flavour. So each of the um, oh, slugs <laughs> are a juice-based um, fruit. Yep. And there's five different colours. So you've gone with a red one. Mm-hmm. What are you predicting before you uh, before you go for the it's taste very test? very strong. Very strong <laughs> taste? Okay. Um. Have a nibble. Let me know what you think. The flavour might be. It's sticking to my teeth. Sticking to your teeth. So it's a gummy based thing, and it it's not a bad replication of a slug, actually. Yeah. Made of all the uh, sugary syrups and stuff. What do you think of the flavour? I don't know. It's one we don't normally have uh, in jelly lollies, I guess. I have no idea. Can't pick it? <laughs> so it's sour cherry. Mm. Does it, now that I've given you the uh, the words, can you taste the cherry? I can taste the sour. The sour, <laughs> not quite the cherry. Yeah. Okay. Righto. This next one again. Orange. <laughs> it's an orange flavoured slug, so you're predicting orange from the start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Often... What you end up with when you have an orange lolly. Mm-hmm. So these are about, what, five centimetres long, uh, roughly? Let's see. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently each bag is two servings. Mm. So you've got about a dozen or so in the pack. Do you think that is orange? Hmm. Screwed up his face a bit. Yes. Hmm. Very close. Again, not a flavour that we would often uh, associate with an orange flavour. It's tangerine, which is very Mm. close. So it's still within that citrus orange family. Mm -hmm. Kind of more a mandarin flavour, I guess. Okay. Uh, What have we got? A light yellow one. That light yellow? Oh, hang on. Under the light, they all look the same. We don't have a green one. Oh, no. Mm. We've been duped. (laughs) We've got a lot of dark yellow ones, but no green ones. So this is a light yellow one. I'll Mm -hmm. I'll be able to have one of these as well. Lemon. Kind of a lemon flavour, you're thinking? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Give it a nibble. Tastes weird. Mm. Oh, it tastes exactly like what it should be, actually. Oh, that's amazing. Now, don't be deceived by the fact that it's a light yellow colour. You probably need to think of a fruit that comes in yellow or green. That actually tastes like you're eating that particular piece of fruit. Doesn't taste very nice. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a fan of pears. 
<laughs> Does that not taste like a very juicy pear? I don't know. Really? <laughs> no, that that is amazing. I I'm quite a fan of that. Dunno. <laughs> <laughs> that that's yeah, really nice in my book. Now I can actually taste the pear, the pear. you know, that you right. told me. Well, this one will be a bit tricky. This will be our last one because we don't have any of the green. The green ones are watermelon, which I was uh-huh. interested to see how they did. <laughs> but uh, these are a darker yellow. And there is a lot of them in the packet. But uh, have a nibble on that. Tell us what you can taste. It's a stark contrast to the other lighter yellow one, which was the pear flavour. Mm-hmm. And again, I know what the flavour is, and they've pretty much captured it. It doesn't taste like the normal chemical flavour that this one often comes out as. Lime? Not lime. It's a banana. Oh. <laughs> And it doesn't taste like that kind of chemically lolly banana flavour. It still doesn't quite taste, because banana is such a unique flavour to try and replicate. Yeah. But that definitely has uh, a taste that is banana-esque. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll let you finish off with the gummy then. This is the gummy creature. Now, what I need to know as we open up the packaging... So, again, it's got all the Harry Potter paraphernalia around the outside. You don't have to eat the whole thing if it's going to give you a a sugar high. But can you guess uh, which character has been collected in gummy form? Um. Or what it's meant to be? Can you describe what you can see? Is it like an owl? It is an owl. Hedwig? It is Hedwig the owl, yes, (laughs) delivering a letter. So it's kind of uh, stamped into the design. Mm -hmm. And it's a mix and match kind of assortment. So you don't quite know until you open up what you're going to get. So there's Buckbeak, the griffin. Mm -hmm. Fluffy, the three-headed dog. Hedwig, or a giant spider. Mm-hmm. are the four different types of animals. And then there's even more combinations because it could be cherry lime, lime orange, cherry blueberry, or blueberry lime. So looking at that, what would you predict the flavour's going to be? Um, cherry lime or lime orange? Yeah, it's hard to tell. It's kind of got a dark... Green? Greeny colour to the top. And then for the tail... Orange. Orange yellow colour, yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to let you have a nibble on that and try and work out what flavour <laughs> that is. And we'll be back to uh, check out a couple more Harry Potter treats right after this. Okie dokie. It is time for us to uh, spotlight the last couple of Harry Potter treats we have here in the studio. Uh-huh. What are we going with? Birdie Bots, ever, Every Flavour Bean, or the uh, Butter Beer? Let's go with the Birdie Bots, just Birdie in Bot- case we get something bad, <laughs> then we can wash it down with the Butter Beer. I like the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, again, produced by Jelly Belly. These ones are similar in style, 
to the Every Flavoured Bean or the, mm-hmm. um, uh, what do we call them before? Bean Boozled. Bean Boozled. <laughs> they do give you a bit of a hint on the back of the packaging that some of the flavours include banana, black pepper, blueberry, booger, candy floss, cherry, cinnamon, dirt, green apple, grass, earwax, earthworm, marshmallow, rotten egg, sausage, lemon, watermelon, vomit, tutti frutti and soap. Mm. The worst I heard mm-hmm. was the black pepper. Black pe- oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I heard far worse than black pepper. I could deal with black pepper. There are two or three in there that, oh, seriously, if I got them, I would choke. Yeah. So, how do we want to do a random assortment of how many? Because uh. the packaging uh, contains about 20. Do you want to go three... Lucky dip, two, two or three. I <laughs> know. It's that horrible thing of what if I get a bad one? Okay, we got one, two, th- three. Oops. There you go. You can have that one. Oh, you're too kind. <laughs> uh, one, two, three. Oop. So, yeah, I'm very terrified. Which Which one of these extra ones would you like? You're taking the blue one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, describe the colour that you've got, the prediction you're making, and then we'll see how we go. I've got a dark blue one. Like a dark blue, yep. Yeah. And mm. prediction of flavour? Don't know. Hopefully blueberry. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Then you've got... A yellow with white specks. Right. I think you're safe with that one. And... um. This colour. Purpley (laughs) colour. I have a funny feeling I know what that is. And it's probably one that I I could cope with. (laughs) So, I've got a dark green one that I'm hoping is watermelon and not grass. I've got a red coloured one that could be... It doesn't look to have fleck, so I don't think it's earthworm. I hope it's either cherry or cinnamon. The light pink one could either be earwax or candy floss. I hope you bought water. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I, and I knew that we were doing this. I really should have. Okay, so number one, down the hatch. What are you going with? The the ominous one. Yeah. I think that is sausage. Ooh. So taste it. Let <gasps> me know what you think. Okay, he's going for a little nibble. And hopefully it's cooked sausage. I'd assume it would be. It's kind of a strange purpley colour. It's not sausage. Don't know what that is. <laughs> Nothing just... It's not dirt, is it? Don't think so. Don't think so? <laughs> Definitely not sausage. Definitely not sausage, okay. It's not like a marshmallow then or something nice? Is it a nice flavour or a not-so-nice flavour? Not-so-nice. Not-so-nice. <laughs> oh, grief. Mm. So it's... Okay. Well, we don't know what that was, unfortunately. Yeah. But it was a purpley colour, and I I can't for the life of me work out what that would be according to this chart. Yeah, that's a bad one. <laughs> the bad one. <laughs> these two should be pretty safe, these next two. Yep. So the yellow with the white specks. Yep. I'm predicting this is lemon and not rotten egg. <laughs> because the rotten egg is white with yellow specks. Yours is yellow with white specks. Yep. Yep. <laughs> It's it's the anticipation of 
how awful it could be. Lemon, not rotten egg. Fingers and toes crossed. He's looking very sceptical. I think that's lemon. Oh, thank goodness for that. It's a good flavour. Good flavour? Okay. <laughs> Last one I think you should be safe with. I'm predicting it's blueberry. Yeah. Because none of the other flavours on the back of the packet look too scary. Mm-hmm. I, I really should be kind of doing a, a Russian roulette with you, shouldn't I? I'll go my mm. green one while you're putting your blue one in. And again, I hope it's watermelon, not grass. It is watermelon. And it's a... Mmm. A sweet watermelon flavour. Like watermelon sweet at the best of times. But, um, yeah, that's very nice. What's a bad one for the blue? Um, bad one for the blue. Soap. (laughs) But it's more a light blue than the dark blue. Uh, my red one, again, I'm hoping is either cherry or cinnamon and not earthworm. I can't see any flecks on it, so I don't think it's going to be earthworm. Yeah, that one was blueberry. That's cinnamon. <laughs> and very, very strong taste indeed. And the last one is hopefully fairy floss and not earwax. Why don't I leave it to last? <laughs> that was a dumb idea. No, it's very sugary. That's got to be... <laughs> Fairy floss. Oh, we fared okay. There's lots and lots in there. I can see some black pepper. The my favourite of the um, the Jelly Belly ones is the chocolate pudding. And unfortunately, in the Harry Potter version, that same colour is dirt. Mm. So when I look at that, oh, hang on, that's got a bit of a spice to it. Maybe, <laughs> well, hopefully, it's the cinnamon. But, yeah, there are, <laughs> there are lots more in there. My uh, favourite for the bean boozles yep. is the toothpaste. To- yeah, you, you're a strange kid. <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't get any uh, nasty ones in there. I don't know what we do with the rest of those other than set them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see if we can wash the taste out of our mouths with some butter beer. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's highly praised in the Wizarding World in the books. And... The muggle version is non-alcoholic butterscotch cream soda, mm-hmm. apparently brewed by Flying Cauldron, <laughs> which has been uh, making non-alcoholic butterscotch cream soda, doesn't say the year, a magical brew. So the serving is 30 grams of sugar. Purified carbonated water, cane sugar, vanilla extract, a natural caramel colour. It's gluten and dairy free. And we're serving it cold today, but apparently you could have it heated up. That's good. That is very nice. Again, very smooth. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan of creamy soda at the best of times. But the butterscotch gives it an even sweeter (laughs) taste. You can make all sorts of magic with that. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. So they come in a glass bottle, so possibly best for uh, smaller children and the like to um, to pour it into a cup (laughs) (laughs) instead of going from the bottle. 
Yeah. Uh, up on the Facebook page, David says he <laughs> wants to try earwax. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yuck. That's pretty bleh. No. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think I could do that. Yeah. Uh, we're fast running out of time. We'll be back after this to share a recipe. So keep letting us know what would your uh, Harry Potter... If you could try anything from the Harry Potter universe to eat, what would it be? 0439 329 713 or post on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Back after this. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? It is time to share a recipe on Afternoon Delight. And uh, after sampling it, what are we going to try and replicate in recipe form? Butterbeer. Butterbeer. <laughs> <laughs> what do we need to make butterbeer? Cup of lighter dark brown sugar. Table, two tablespoons of water. Six tablespoons of butter. Half a teaspoon of salt. Half a teaspoon of cider vinegar. Three quarters of a cup of heavy, heavy cream, a cup, half a teaspoon of rum extract, 12 ounces of bottled creaming soda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and to make them, what do we do? In a small saucepan over medium heat, combine the brown sugar and water. Bring to a gentle boil and cook, stirring often until the mixture reads 240 degrees Fahrenheit on on a candy thermometer. Stir in the butter, salt, vinegar and quarter of the heavy cream. Set aside to cool to room temperature. Once the mixture has cooled, stir in the rum extract. And we have to stress that it's rum extract, not rum, <laughs> if yeah. we're making non-alcoholic. Yeah. In a medium bowl, combine two tablespoons of the brown sugar mixture and the remaining half a cup of heavy cream. Use electric beater to beat until just thickened, but not completely whipped. About two to three minutes. To serve, divide the brown sugar mixture between two, I mean, four tail tall glasses. Um, add quarter of cup of creaming soda to each glass and stir to combine. Fill each glass nearly to the top with additional cream soda, then spoon with the whipped cream topping over each so there you go and uh, there's a little note there that the vinegar might sound like a strange thing to add to your drink but it's the combination of the bite in the apple cider vinegar with the sweet brown sugar that makes butterbeer a very standout drink indeed so I'll pop a copy of that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page uh, if you'd like to have a go at that at home yourself we're almost out of time. One thing left to do. Kinder. 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 Kinder.
Okie dokie, let's open up the Kinder Surprise. Kinder Surprise is all broken. <laughs> Didn't make it through the uh, the transport. Nope. Okie dokie. What have we got there? Capsules uh, open. Mm-hmm. Talk us through what you've done. Um... Oh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> How many pieces? Uh, three. Three piece, okay. And shapes, colours, what have we got? Um, it's... Uh, Some sort of bird. Um, is that an owl? I think so. Oh, how <laughs> fitting is that? That's awesome. It's a little brown owl. Uh-huh. Uh, made it just in time for a Harry Potter show. Does it have a delivery for us at all? No? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so for those that don't know, Harry Potter uh, universe sends out all its information via carrier owls. Mm-hmm. There we go. Oh, cool. And it's got a little backdrop there. Uh-huh. What What's the little paper bit? Uh, eyes poking out through leaves. Leaves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, yeah. And then the owl is perched up on a branch. Mm-hmm. Is it any particular type of owl? Do we know from the cartoons packaging it doesn't tell you the names of i think you have to use that there's a special app that you need to scan it and i have a funny feeling that's the way that they hook you in (laughs) with the app well that is it for our harry potter uh, episode today and again a very happy birthday to harry potter out there in fiction land Um, we will be back next week, we believe, all going well, just in a slightly different form. So, through the magic of the internet, we're going to try and still do the show live, but only one of us will be here. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. But uh, we do hope to uh, keep bringing you the show as best we can. And as always, if you want to contact and send in suggestions for sweet treats and the like, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Mm -hmm. But uh, thank you, Mr. Max. That's okay. We'll catch you in some form next week. Bye-bye. Bye. When everything's a little clearer in the light of day It's always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight